Hello, friends, and welcome back to Chris Tries to Review Wine, the number one wine review podcast that has been in your feet every week for the last year. I'm sure of it. Don't go check yourself. I understand why you might have forgotten. You just enjoyed the episode so much they flew by, and um, you're completely forgiven. So again, no reason to fact-check me on the fact that we have been in your feeds this whole time. But now that you mention it, it's time to start a new season. Yes, this is a brand new, let's say, third season of Chris Tries to Review Wine, the podcast, which is, of course, the fifth, sixth, or seventh season of the overall uh, Chris Tries to Review Wine Extended Universe. We're all familiar with the Chris Tries to Review Wine Extended Universe. It was going to have its own theme park at Disney, but that has been delayed due to the coronavirus. Hmm. But that's okay, because with a new season comes new opportunities for me to drink some wine with you, who I assume are drinking something. I don't know. On this season, we're going to take uh, wine reviews to a new level, a, a relaxing level, in fact, because I know the world can be stressful right now. Like many of you, I have not left my house in weeks, because, of course, I don't want to see people. So, in this season, we're going to find new ways to enjoy wine without seeing people. We may investigate some various wine delivery schemes. If you enjoy podcasts about multi-level marketing, this is, um, I don't know, tangentially related, at best. In addition, we'll kick back and relax with some beverages mm, that might have some ice in them. They, they might, in fact, be cocktails or, I don't know, beer, cider. Whatever I feel like drinking that day, that's what we will try to review. Because here on Chris Tries to Review Wine, I want you to know that we're just trying, like you are. And that's why I'm here for you in this new episode, where we'll talk about what we're going to try to review this season. And more importantly, we will try to review some wine, just as... <clears throat> just as soon as I finish this Negroni. In fact... You know what, cue some theme music. Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine with your host, Chris. That's it. That's the new theme song. What a catchy new theme song. I mean, I know people are going to be memeing that and just humming it while they wash their hands. It is about 20 seconds long, so you could. You could hum that theme song while you wash your hands, and I wouldn't blame you. Um, but I also would ask a lot of questions about how much time you have to listen to this one episode of this one show over and over again. But at the same time, again, I wouldn't blame you because we are in store for some quality entertainment in this episode. Because if you haven't already realized it, I'm back here to review some wine with you. Uh, but as the name implies, there is only a chance we will be successful in reviewing the wine because we just have so much to talk about, so much to get to. The world has changed all around us. Rosé season ended. 
And will it ever come back? We don't know. That's why I'm here with some new topics that will really help you improve your work-from-home vibe. That's right, topical, work-from-home vibe, because I'm going to tell you about wine delivery services this season. But first, before we get to that, I want to talk about something that might be in your neighborhood, something that might be a neighborhood business you could support, something that might be called the liquor store. That's right. If you live in New York City or many other large New England metropoli, you may be familiar with the concept of the liquor store. No, not the grocery store, not the drug store. They cannot sell the liquor here. The liquor, the fine liquor, which could be an $8 bottle of Pinot Grigio or a $120 bottle of fine scotch. Yes, that is all relegated to the same business, the liquor store. Whereas the grocery store can sell you beer, cider, and something that they pretend is wine, but is a deep, dark lie. And that's why I'm here to talk about one of my neighborhood liquor stores here in Washington Heights. This is not, not the closest liquor store, but this is the best one in my neighborhood. And so I am happy to give them some free advertising. I'm talking, of course, about, um, I don't know. I think it's called Cabrini Wines. It might be called Cabrini Wines. When I begin to type Cabrini into the search bar in my web browser, it autofills, I think, CabriniWines.com or .net, or maybe it's cabriniliquorandwine.org. I, I don't know. Just start typing Cabrini and Google it. Um, they're not on Cabrini, which uh, maybe adds to the confusion, but they are near Cabrini and 181st Street in Washington Heights in New York City, which is um, a, a city that still exists in America. I, I don't know for how much longer, but, it, you know, currently you could come here. I mean, you can't actually come here. Don't. Uh, not allowed. But in theory, if you were allowed to, it's still a place. And Cabrini is a fantastic wine or liquor store uh, in the neighborhood. And I really am excited to taste something that they delivered to me, by which I mean I delivered myself to them and picked it up because I did not um, want to tip the delivery man. This is just a truth-telling podcast now. That's what we do. We tell the truth. And what I'm going to tell you is the truth about... Otto's Constant Dream, Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc 2019, Wine of New Zealand. Uh, that is what the label says, but I can break that down a bit for you. A, a Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc is a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro. Uh, wine of New Zealand means that Marlboro is in New Zealand. So what we have here is uh, a Sauvignon Blanc from uh, Marlboro, New Zealand. Uh, it was made in 2019, which was a better year than this year. And it's called Otto's Constant Dream. Otto's Constant Dream. Uh, not auto like an automobile, which I wish I owned right now. More like Otto, O-T-T-O. Like, um, I don't know, a German general I wish would marshal us into some kind of formation. <laughs> or, you know, just marshal me. Yes, please. General Otto. Anyway, it's a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, which is something I generally like. So here we go. Let's take a taste. <clears throat> Beginning, as always, with the sniff. Uh, mm, grassy. Very grassy. And I don't mind some grass. So let's take a sip. Ooh. Mm. 
Mm. This is a good time to mention that I have a brand new recording setup. Like many popular podcasters, I have to record from home now. I also recorded from home before, but the difference is before, I let other people into my home as well. And now, I have barricaded the door in a way that the only things allowed in are Amazon packages that fit through a slot. So, in this new recording setup, I can really indulge in some of the sounds involved in the wine tasting. For example, the sniff. <sighs> or, of course, the important sip. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's a very tart Sauvignon Blanc, as you might have noticed. And um, it's really important for me to emphasize that the way that you can hear all of this is thanks to some uh, a really great acoustic space I've created. Uh, if you want to know more about how to create fantastic acoustic space, um, pay me money, and I'll tell you. Anyway, this wine. Mm, let's take another sip. Um, those sounds are mostly because I just um, inhaled some of it into my windpipe. Uh, the flavor is actually quite crisp and delicious. Uh, I, I'm enjoying this as a tartar, uh, more um, a grapefruit forward. I was going to say fruit forward, but then it was like, well, what fruit? Any fruit? No. No. Specifically the grapefruit. And it is really forward right now. Let me tell you, that grapefruit needs to take a hint and chill out. But it is a tangy addition to the flavor palette on um, this Sauvignon Blanc. A little grassy, like I said before. Uh, these are words that I associate with Sauvignon Blanc. Why? Because I was told to. Uh, in general, I think it's pretty refreshing. And what I like about it is it's not cloying. It's not uh, trying to hold on for dear hope like so many of us are right now. And when I drink my wine, I want something a little different, you know? If I'm Zooming you and you're telling me that you think everything's over in your life, well, you're not wrong, but I want a wine that disagrees. And this wine says, hey, girlfriend, everything's gonna be fine. Unless everything is society. And we're back with Chris Tries to Review Wine, where I am drinking Otto's Constant Dream, a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlborough, New Zealand. New Zealand being a country I wish I was in right now, uh, and may never be allowed to go to ever again. Fun fact. Well, this is a pretty tangy and enjoyable Sauvignon Blanc. I chose it from my local liquor store, Cabrini Wine, maybe, or liquor, because when I went to their uh, very nice website and I clicked the uh, filter for M New Zealand white wines, this was the one. And more importantly, it was in my price range. So what's important to learn here, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's good to know a couple of things you like, and then to notice if that thing is in your price range. The second part is easy. I think a lot of us are good at noticing if things are things we can buy or things we cannot buy. 
Uh, admittedly, that is getting more difficult, but in general, I think we have a handle on that. The more important thing is just being able to pull out of your head a thing you might want to buy. Uh, for example, a thing I might want to buy is a Casper mattress. I am not going to because I feel like uh, better odds that I hold out for a uh, promotion and then they give me one and then I read you some copy that says something like, Before I got my Casper mattress, I used to toss and turn all night. Now I sleep on foam. Foam from a Casper mattress. Casper foam. Foam is what I sleep on. Foam. Hail the foam. So if that sounds good to you, please send me a Casper mattress. In the meantime, uh, what I think I want you to learn is that all you need to do is pick, like, three wines you like. Like, I like um, a Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, Marlboro's in New Zealand. I know that much. Uh, how do I know that much? Geography. Study it. More importantly, I once had another wine from New Zealand, and they said, it's from Marlboro! And I went, okay, I'll, I'll write that in the notes app on my phone. So, uh, know a few things. Marlboro from New Zealand, uh, uh, Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, fantastic, I like that. I know that I like a uh, Cabernet from Paso Robles, Paso Robles, which is uh, in a different place. And then I also know that I like Pinot Noirs from the Willamette Valley. And so basically those are my three things. I have other things that I like sometimes, that I like to think about sometimes, or talk about sometimes, or even taste sometimes. Let's not, you know, get ahead of ourselves. But, but, it's important to have some go-to, some things where we're in, in a crisis, let's say, in a national, global emergency, where the most important question is, will nurses have PPE? It's important to also have some wines that you like, so it's easy to look them up on websites because you might need to order them on websites. Anyway, I like this one. So if you think you might also like Sauvignon Blancs from um, New Zealand, uh, a tangy, grassy, tart Sauvignon Blanc, hey, a little dry, a little fun, a little spicy. It's not spicy, but um, personality-wise, let's say it is. Sure, sure, sure. You might like Otto's Constant Dream, Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc 2019. And you know, if I haven't sold you on it yet, maybe they can sell you on it. Because they did write about it on their own label. And I love nothing more than reading you what it says on the label in a segment I like to call Dramatic Readings of Wine Labels. <clears throat> this wine is delicious. There. You happy now? What do you think we were going to say? What we really want you to know is that we are committed to bringing you great juice from all over the world. OCD, which which I, I just want to be clear is Otto's Constant Dream. It is a reference to the name of the winery. It is not a digression into obsessive compulsive disorder that would drive someone with obsessive compulsive disorder kind of crazy, to be honest. So I just want to clarify, that's them, not me. OCD is our original wine, and we selected it for its character. Same way you pick your friends. Okay, that's it. That's the label. I don't know what they mean by pick your friends, because at this point, my friends are anyone who is willing to Zoom with me at 5 p.m. Um, so that I can start drinking. That is truly, you are my friend. That's it. 
So I don't know what this picky picky friendship thing is about, but I do think that they are a picky picky wine pickers, and they picked a pretty good wine here, a peck of pickled um, Sauvignon Blancs. It, it doesn't lend itself to the nursery rhyme, but I will say, if you've got a chance to grab Otto's Constant Dream for around 13 bucks a bottle, which is what I paid, that's a good price. That is a good wine, and I would encourage it. If you have the opportunity to grab Otto's Constant Dream, but you also have the opportunity to grab a uh, vaccine for the coronavirus, please grab the vaccine instead. I, I, I will pay you back for the Otto's Constant Dream. That said, it is a good wine. So again, thank you to my friends at Cabrini, I think it's wines, Cabrini Wines? Google Cabrini Wines. I think you're going to find something there. And to my friends at Otto's Constant Dream. They don't know they're my friends. Um, they are now. We'll be back after this. And we're back to what is theoretically the end of the episode. I don't know how long these episodes are supposed to be. I uh, am recording this from uh, underneath my flannel shirts right now, so anything goes, really. Uh, I'm, I'm sure if you listen to other podcasts or radio shows, you're familiar with the idea that people are recording things from home. So, you know, uh, it's almost as if I'm recording in my closet. However, that would assume I have a closet, and as a New Yorker, that would be a really rude assumption. Listen, do I look like I make closet money? Hmm? I mean, I mean, you can't see me, but you can see that I'm uh, hosting a podcast, and that should tell you everything you need to know. Anyway, this wine has been pretty good, but it's not the only wine I'm going to drink this season. Today, I wanted to talk about a neighborhood um, Delica Wine Tessin. That's what they're called, Delica Wine Tessins. Uh, if you're not familiar, again, that's a New England thing, Delica Wine Tessin. So next time you're in New England, just ask, where is the nearest Delica Wine Tessin? And we'll all point you that direction. So again, today I wanted to highlight my neighborhood Delica Wine Tessin that's really come through for me. Uh, we often talk about wine on this show, but I want to shout out Cabrini whatevers, because, you know, they have Campari. Campari is a delicious liqueur that you mix into drinks like, hey, I mentioned it earlier, a Negroni. Uh, turns out that is a liqueur that most people don't buy that often because it's really only used in that. Uh, but, but, oh, hear me out. Uh, the thing is, when I tried to find more Campari in my neighborhood here in New York City, every liquor store I went to said, Oh, we normally have Campari, but right now, since the pandemic, everyone wants it. We're sold out. Come back tomorrow. 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 Anyway, I tried to go back tomorrow several times uh, and then realized I could just call and they could tell me on the phone, Come back tomorrow. Um, turns out Campari is one of those things you don't restock on often because uh, people don't buy it a lot. But as soon as they're trapped at home, they all decide they're mixologists. And I'm going to learn how to make Negronis. Um, that voice was other people learning how to do that. I already know how to make a Negroni, so that's not me. I just um, chose now to become interested in it. Completely different story. Anyway, I've really enjoyed your company for this last, I don't know, 15 to 35 minutes. I have no idea. What I do know is that um, Otto's Constant Dream is a buy. 
Maybe this is our new recommendation system now. Is it a buy? It's a buy. It's a buy. It's a buy if you can find it for like $13, $14. I did, and I think it's a buy. Also, if it's the only New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc they have, it's a buy because it's the only one. That's how it happened for me anyway. For you, you might have choices in life, and I hope you do, because I'm going to explore more choices with you soon. Uh, you know, I'm going to explore choices like um, wine delivery. That, that's what we're going to explore this season. My dog is on my lap right now, and so while it sounds like I'm just kind of trailing off and falling asleep on the microphone, I want you to know that actually what's happening is the dog has decided to start licking my pants, and I've wondered what is on my pants. You, too, can find out what is on my pants next week when you tune in again to um, this podcast that I, I, I assume is going to continue. I apologize to you, the dog, to Apple, anyone who has to be involved in this. But guess what? It's here. It's queer. And that is just coincidental. This episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine was written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow. Except it would be an exaggeration to say that this is a written production. So, you know, directed and produced. Um, also, also, I did edit this, so that's my fault, too. That's it. That's the credits. You can find out more about the show at chrisprizedreview.wine. That is a website, and uh, I think we'll load when you go there. You could also uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and review us. Please, dear God, review us. Um, that's it. That's the show. <laughs>